Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 13, season three of Euphoria. We are, I was going to say live. We are not live, but we are in Rotterdam, uh, and we're in a very nice old building. Now, I've been informed that it is a old, like, meeting hall of a shipyard. There's a lot of really cool stained glass. There's a really cool bathroom. Me and Frost oh, were both. It was crazy, guys. The bathroom guys. is lit. You walk in. Do you have there's stairs like a, in your bathroom? Because this has a full flight stairs. of stairs. There's some wild stuff. Now, uh, Rotterdam, of course, one of the largest. I think it is the largest port in Europe. Uh, absolutely beautiful city if you've never been. Highly, highly recommend it. Um, like most of Northern Europe, it's expensive. But, but. But beautiful. But beautiful. And that's the trade-off. All right, guys. So we're going to be honest. Uh, Frostgren has put the title of the episode up behind us. So this is crazy, but our guest canceled, so call us maybe. That's the truth. We had a plan. I don't really remember what the original plan was, but here's the story behind it. It fell through, very last minute. So you just gotta imagine a boardroom where we're all sitting, we're like, okay, so. What do we do? What's the game plan here? Who How do, do we call? Who do we get? Like, euphoria? who do we get? Like, who, who can come to Rotterdam with like two days notice? And the answer is, not a lot of people. <laughs> people have lives, they do other things. So what are we gonna do? We're gonna bring Rotterdam to them via the power of the internet. We're calling literally everyone we can find we in up Europe. The DMs, the Skype contacts. Because we we're, were like, you, you've heard on broadcast how we feel about the matchups that are coming up. You know probably what Frostgren's gonna predict. You might hear it again today. And I was like, but you know who you haven't heard from in a while? Yellow Star. So we're gonna call Yellow Star. You know who's chilling in Korea right now? It's Wadid. Let's see what Wadid has to say. And there's a bigger list. We've got a bunch of people we know are available. We've got a lot of people who we're not sure about, but we have their phone numbers. And we're going to give them a call anyway and see what happens. Yeah, it's, it's, so it's going to be a weird episode. This is definitely an experiment for us. Um, but thank you guys for waiting for this episode. Obviously, it's coming out Friday morning. And uh, it's exciting. Um, Frost, we're going to keep track over the course of the day. Is this what this board is for? Uh, yeah, I had to move G2 to one side so they got more space because I I was maybe, maybe hedging my bets on where a lot of people where were going to land. Predict. Oh. We're, we're going to keep track of tallies. We're going to ask some fun questions. We're going to call up some esports royalty. and um, We're going we're gonna to follow, like, this is going to be a follow our hearts episode. So this is definitely an episode where you can be like, guys, I hated this and then we'll know not to follow our hearts in the future. But this is definitely like, we're like stallions free roaming across the plane of esports content that's <laughs> that's what this episode is going to be in a galloping nutshell. across i'm just super uh, excited that they gave me a whole jug of water this we was did. full before the episode yeah started. we're not even five minutes in and frostgren has already drank through an entire jug of water um additionally we we did we did some stuff with footlocker earlier today and they gave us some sweet swag oh yeah wearing on the episode. by the way we don't normally wear <laughs> wear super like street weird out i'm wearing like the most favorite wave jacket of all time uh i also in the like first 30 minutes of owning a brand new t-shirt have spilt ramen on it he literally had one job before going to film this, and he was just like, I'll take the spiciest ramen that has the most potential to mess up my outfit. Yeah, and I did, and that's great. All right. Okay, guys, we're here with our, our next guest. Uh, how about you uh, introduce yourself to, to the, the, the stream, the call, the podcast? And there you go. This is Carl Lazar, more known as Azalar, and uh, founder and CEO of G2 Esports and former professional legendary, Ooh. all that stuff. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, um, welcome. So heads up, we want to get some predictions from you. Uh, but I have a sneaking suspicion that people might already know the answer. But how about just for the sake of, of getting through it, how about you tell us who you think is going to win the entire split? So it has to be you too, man. It oh, has to be oh, you too. There you go. Frost it has is, to be. Frost looks really disappointed that I even took the time to ask the question. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> I'm going to say 3-1 just to make it the casual G2. Yeah, the, ca the casual yeah. finish. Give him one game, right? That's uh, I like that attitude. What are we giving a game? Is the, is the, is the usual to finals. I think we won 3-1 like three occasions, right? Yeah, you guys are definitely a 3-1 team for sure. Or You guys 3-0'd a couple times though, but for a while there it was definitely 3-1. Yeah, but who yeah, typically is because we have perks on the team. So one game he decides to... Run it down in the side lane. Completely, yeah. yeah, exactly. And then the other three... I like he you, just, you just flamed your franchise player. <laughs> yeah, that's why he, he's got that man on lock. That's a three-year contract. Like, man, if Ocelot was still in the mid lane, this wouldn't happen. Yeah, I was saying original, original situation. Let's calm down. Um, yep. So... Three games he's like, uh, I'm in. And one game he gets, he's got to end. But, but who's going to face you there? Because this is the real question. Well, like, I think it's going to be Fnatic. Uh, actually, I thought it was going to be Origin, but wow, I think now it's going to be Fnatic. Mm. Um, and actually, I do prefer to a degree Fnatic 
Just because um, I don't ever want to hear G2-1 without beating both Origin and Fnatic. I don't ever want to hear it once. So uh, it's going to be a good thing. Uh, also, on the other hand, Fnatic is the largest organization together with G2 in Europe. Uh, and uh, one of the largest in the world, just again, together with G2. And it is very good to have this rivalry in the stadium, hear all the Fnatic fans roar while they lose 1-3. That'd be very good. I like that. I like I like that. And I, I also do think that there is a special, like I think all the Fnatic fans and all the G2 fans are kind of hoping for that final in their own way, um, just because of the whole Caps situation. I feel like there's, yeah. I feel like G2 fans are like, oh, we took him, we can do better. And I feel like the Fnatic, we actually, we met some Fnatic fans earlier today who were still very salty about Caps joining G2 Esports. Yeah, I mean, of course they are. I'd be too. Um, when you ask Caps, who do you want to face? He will directly tell you Fnatic, and he will ask why. And it's mostly just because it's just personal for him, you know? It's a, it's a, there's an emotional attachment to the game. We heard it so, on mic check, man. That he was, there's one or two of those solo kills that were very, very personal. There you go. He shouldn't have ever gone for that, but, <laughs> but he did. I love that. I really like that. You know, the other way, this is a game. And when you know, all of us are watching the games, you know, whether or not we're fans of one or the other team, um, we just want to watch a game to be entertained, you know? And, and these guys take it the same way, you know? When they play these games, as important as these games are, they do still want to entertain themselves. And when they're not entertaining themselves, then uh, is, is when hell will rain upon in a bad way. Uh, I think that you got the best version of G2 when all the players are just making jokes and still serious because it's a serious game, right? It's, a, it's an official, important game, but... You know, if they want to pick Corky because of the Corgi skin, then uh, they do so. And, and I like that. <laughs> All right, Carlos, we got to move on to the next guest, but thank you so much for your time. I like it. I think we're going to go for number one region in the world. Uh, and yeah, and then, <laughs> NA doesn't yeah, hold a yeah, candle. And it is, and it is. Europe is the number one region in the world. Nobody gets anywhere close. Bam, that's our promo shot right there. That's how we get all the views. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Carlos. We'll talk to you later. Goodbye, guys. Good luck. Cheers. Later. Hi. Hello. XPK. Wait, let me try the webcam, but I don't know how much. I mean, the webcam is really the. Uh, it's really important. The <laughs> really important. Your analysis is good, but also you're an attractive man, and I think that like we get like an extra twenty thousand viewers every time we put your face on anything. So. Have you just thought about sure. selling your your face on a shirt? Like, I don't know why the origin right. logo decided to go with the star. Could have just been your face. Could have just been your face. <laughs> In the middle of the star, instead of the star. How are you? Okay. How, how's life? Are we hanging out a no, window right now? What? Yeah, I'm next to a window just to have more lights because if not, I think it's too dark. Or is it? Yeah, fine? I mean it's up to you, dude. Just be be comfortable. Like it's it's definitely all good either Are way. Are you in Spain? No. no, no, I'm in Denmark, Copenhagen right now. Nice, nice. I'm going to Rotterdam tomorrow. Cool. Deficio uh, and you have been posting a ton about your origin activations. Now I don't want to spend all of our time talking about origin activations, but do you want to give us like a, a highlight, like a quick? What's Origin up to in Rotterdam, other than obviously playing League of Legends? Yeah, uh, I mean, besides League of Legends, uh, we are going to have our own booth there that nice. we've been working for the last month. And we're pretty much, the FIFA and I are going to be there both days from Wait, 12 to 4. Both you and Deficio are going to be at a booth at Rotterdam between when? Yeah. But we need fans in the <laughs> seats. You can't. You do what? Yeah, we need we need fans in the seats. You can't. You no, can't. It's gonna be it's gonna be until the game starts. Okay, there you go. That's okay. what I, that's that's good. Can't okay. can't take them all no, away no, from both us. Both days. Both days we're gonna be from twelve until the game starts. Nice. Uh, we're gonna be doing the typical fan and meet stuff. Talk to the fans, but we're also gonna be having a photo booth there, which is gonna be kind of cool because fans are able to take pictures with different backgrounds, pretending to be players, pretending to be with the players, stuff nice. like this as well. And we're also going to be having a couple of pieces from Omen uh, to play 2v2s, uh, give away some stuff, play against us a couple of games, whoever can, because I guess the line will be pretty long. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, we're going to have pretty much that. Uh, cool. And a couple of funny things we're going to try to do. Cannot tell, talk about them yet. But don't, yeah, that's good. Don't don't spoil it all. Like I said, you, you gave us some highlights. And that's perfect. Happen, yes. <laughs> um, so... We're right now. We're running through all of our guests. We want predictions, and while I think it's easy mm -hmm. to say who you're going to predict in the OG Fnatic match, can you give us like a rundown? Like, what do you think the score is going to be? 
your overview okay. of Origin versus Fnatic. How's it going to break down? Okay, so I think uh, is I'm not even gonna I'm not able to predict the, all the games. But I'm gonna say whoever wins the first game, I think is gonna win the series. It's gonna be really important for us and Fnatic because both of us. Uh, Fnatic comes with a really mental strength, right? Probably they think they're gonna beat us easily. Mm -hmm. And I think for us, getting that first wing is gonna be really important. And if we get it, we're gonna be able to overcome our fear, which is what I th is what I think that was our problem against G2. We were a bit too scared to do anything because we were scared of failing. And I feel like getting a win on first game will, be, will allow us to just play how we wanna play. There, so there was a lot whoever of wins the first game is gonna win the series. Do you know if it's uh, personal at all for for Mithy beating Perks? Do you know, like, I obviously, like, at the end of the day, he's going to be focused on the game, but do you think, like, if there's an opportunity for Mithy to, like, go out of his way to solo kill Perks, that he'll, like, he'll go for it? He'll go for the cheeky personal <laughs> solo kill? I, I think I think it can be. I don't think he has any, any hate for it, but I think it would be cool for him to do good against G2, especially against Perks. If he can... I think, yeah, he will feel super great. If he get the chance to get a kill on Perks or something, I'm sure he will go for it, even if it's bad for the team, which hopefully doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what I ultimately like to hear. All right, uh, thank you for taking the time to talk to us, XBeckate, sharing your predictions. Um, we'll see you tomorrow. I almost said in Copenhagen. Mm -hmm. You're in Copenhagen. We're in Rotterdam. We'll yeah. see you in Rotterdam. Uh, excited yeah. to have you guys here. Looking forward to more details about your secret plans for the Origin booth. Uh, until then, good luck to your boys in the match on Saturday, uh, and we'll talk to you later. Yeah, thank you very much. going to be cool. fun. See you there. See you there. Bye. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to call a very close family member of ours. <laughs> Hello? I'm here. Oh, it's oh. our papa. Papa. It is. <laughs> I, like, I like your taste. I'm sorry, is that a Misfits jersey underneath your... Okay, oh, no, it's Griffin. No. It's Griffin. No, I just saw better. the red and black. I saw the red Griffin and black. Jersey. I was very concerned. Okay, uh -huh. yeah. The much... Uh, Less EU friendly. Wait, but more. Here, here's the thing. I know you just got done streaming. Did you change into that for this call, or were you wearing that while you were streaming? You can't lie because I'll go back and I'll check the vod. I changed into it for this call. Why wouldn't I? I got a rep. <laughs> got to get that, that advertising in. Let people know the he's series like, is coming. He's like, when don't call me just air. <laughs> Friday. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. Okay, that's before my final. Papa, I'm hyping my final. <laughs> you're looking real fresh with that beard. That is a nice. That's a great beard. I've been. I'm, I'm working out. It's doing good. It's fresh. We're going to have a beard podcast soon. Okay. First off, Papa, I think a lot of people who watch this are also going to watch LCK. But for those who don't, how's life? How's everything going? How are you? Yeah, life's good. Um, this year was about costing a little bit less, which so far, big success on that. LS coming in has relieved me of everyday LCK kind of requirements, but uh, also getting to do some creative stuff. So even though analytical stream is like kind of like casting, it's definitely like my own timetable and like being able to make some content for myself so that part has been really rewarding so a different year i got to you know live a life and do some creative stuff and still do the casting i love so i feel spoiled here's the big sure. question if you had the option where uh, let's say you, you completely factor out like salary and like life things mm -hmm. would you prefer to do casting would you prefer to do like your analytical content or just content in general like which one do you actually like more honestly like this will come across maybe a bit weird, but I just like, I still find it a bit surreal that people love listening to me talk about League of Legends. I just like thinking about the game. Like you can see me in a lot of Twitch chats for personal streams and pro games because I just really enjoy the game. So uh, with the, the conduit to which that happens, like whether it's like actual broadcast, you know, wearing a suit and being on time or whether it's my own stream, I actually like just varying it like it's not that i don't like broadcast i really enjoy professional casting but if that's five to six days of a week then it's all you can then it's all you are you know it's like a sum of oh, what yeah. you are but being able to kind of flip it and then just do some vod review but also cast and then just some days just to be in twitch chat and come up with memes that are broadcast acceptable like that's what i like you know so i, like, I just love specified. the league of legends and how it comes out as long as the the paycheck was even like how about just a little bit of everything? I got one more question, though. What in the world is that picture behind you? That's a good uh, question. The one, the one behind me. Uh, That's Papa. Wait, I remember that. I got that. Oh, yeah, never you, mind. You, you tell the story. I got one, there. too. I got one, too. Yeah, never mind. You're good. You tell the story. You, you there? Yeah, you were yeah, there. Yeah, I so was. It came from uh, Intel Extreme Masters Gyeonggi back in uh, 
2016, I want to say. Ah, uh, yeah. That sounds right. The pinnacle of our careers. 2016, uh, right after All-Star. LS's partner, actually, as Christmas presents, because the tournament was around Christmas, painted us all... Um, that's you. I that's, thought yeah, that it's, was it's you. It's Papa Smurf. It's, 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 it's me as Papa Smurf. So the Papa Smurfy going on. That's that, in the background. Can you actually? T- can I get a closer look at that? Can oh, you? You could show. Uh, give him a Twitter I mean, picture. That's gonna require. That's gonna of, like. That's a lot of logistical movement. I just. I, it's the strangest thing. I'm not the only person that's focusing on this All right, right now. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Peter Bag. All right. Like we You're, really called up Papa Smurfy just he to can get his send analytical a picture opinion. out on Twitter. Of course, we called it Papa Smithy for his analytical. Besides, picture. now we get to see how Papa's fit Papa good. Smithy is. <laughs> oh my God, that is so good. That's that is lovely. So Thank you. good. Weird, but this was drawn, so it was more inspired that way. But uh, yeah. First up, first match. Frosty is standing in front of a whiteboard with everyone's predictions. Uh, I can see like literally one ninth of the corner. That's of fine. The left it, side. It's it's, it's much less for you than it is for the viewers at home. Um, fanatic, okay. and there's not really any relevant information on there other than such insightful quotes as Europe classic is- euphoria. <laughs> Thanks, Papa. Um, fanatic versus Origin. Uh, who do you think is going to win? What's your What's your take on this timeless rivalry? Well, I did spend how many six hours reviewing a three zero. G2 versus Origin series. Game um, one, huh? Game was exciting. Just, yeah, it was exciting. I, mean, I actually really enjoyed the series, to be honest. I'm going to throw the YouTube vods out. It was a good one. But um, what did I come away with? Because obviously we're talking about Origin first. I think Origin has a really bad stylistic matchup versus G2 because they're a prep team against a team that hadn't played seriously in who knows how long, but you know hadn't played on the Rift in a while. And then... Just being able to work out G2 and prep for them and control them, which is kind of how I feel with G2's approach. So yeah, Origin's approach. It, it was really hard. So I guess it wasn't super surprising they lost that series. The 3-0, I think, kind of flattered and doesn't flatter G2 because obviously game one should definitely have been an Origin victory. Yeah. They made some mistakes around execution. They come into the Fnatic series and like they definitely know exactly what to prep for. Like, I, I think you kind of, you can herd, because like pick and ban is kind of like herding, right? Like, you can definitely push Fnatic into, like, almost the five picks every time that, that you know they're going to take. But then do you win is the question that I have with Origin. Because I think, you know, they, they, they can't match 1-3-1 as well as I thought they might be able to. Like, I'm kind of always going to have this Swain into GP last pick in that G2 Origin series. Like, that was a spot for Alfari to blow people up like I believe he could, but they went for like team fight instead. Like they clearly didn't go for lane busting. So I think this G- this uh, Origin versus Fnatic is going to turn into 5v5s. And then in a 5v5, I think the advantage for Fnatic is in the AD carry role. I think the Reckless is like, you know, solid gold in late game team fighting and big matches. And I think Patrick is a very promising player, but. I just don't see those series not turning into 5v5s, and I think from there, Reckless will be too strong for the 5v5 phase. So I don't know how many games it's going to go. It's not going to be a 3-0, I don't think. But like Origin did not come away disappointingly to me in the in the series I watched, and I'm very sure they know what to expect from Fnatic. But even knowing that, I'm not 100% confident that right now they're going to be in a position to beat them. All right, thank you so much, Papa, for taking the time to talk My to us. My pleasure. We'll see you soon for, for young MSI. Korean hearts. Korean hearts. All right, later, Papa. Hi. Sorry. Thank you so much for yeah. waiting. Yeah. Hey, guys. Uh, I'm, I'm just here uh, enjoying my off days. <laughs> I can see from your background that uh, you're in somewhere else, not uh, in Berlin studio, yeah. you know? <laughs> We're in a, a shipyard in Rotterdam. Yeah, in a shipyard. It's it's oh, an really? interesting setting. It's cool. So, what did um, before we dive into how you feel about European League of Legends? How's how's off season been? I mean, uh, I mean, I'm, I would just be honest. Like uh, during season, I just personally felt like uh, league is not fun, you know. Ooh, that's but tough. right now, I mean, I'm feeling really good, and my mentality is completely repaired, and I'm just preparing for my uh, summer split. Yeah. Are you, uh, like, obviously you don't have to reveal things, but, I mean, the Rogue squad did look the healthiest. It was very unfortunate. I feel like a lot of fans 
uh, felt similarly where like it was nice to see Vander and he gave the team a lot of direction, but it was kind of like that bittersweet yeah. moment because you are such a fan favorite, especially after your performance at Worlds. And I personally don't think that you were the problem with that uh, that roster not finding success there. So, I mean, are there are there any plans that you want to reveal or any things you're trying to do? Or is it just like you're focusing on yourself, just trying to get back into form? Mm, right now, it's just hard to say something, but uh, for sure there is some... There is something should be changed, you know, and uh, I really think uh, I can bounce back. I trust myself uh, as my fans do. Uh, so there's no worries, you know, like I will nice. be back in summer. Broxa and Reckless and Hillisan, they were really, really good and they're still good. And they're, they're really good right now. So, I mean, there is like... Uh, really low chance for uh, OG to win this. But I personally think uh, it depends on the first match. But uh, in my head right now, it's more Fnatic favor. Yeah. So do you think that if OG win the first match, that there's like a potential for them to like come and take the whole series? Um, yeah, but I still uh, prefer Fnatic. Yeah. Why do you think that there's such importance? Because you're actually the second person to talk about the importance of like winning the first game. Um, people have said that yeah. you know whoever wins the first match of a best of five will win the entire thing. So as like a professional player, can you explain from your lens what that means for a team? I mean, we are human, right? You cannot say that you don't nervous at all uh, on the big stadium. Big stadium. So. I personally think first match is kind of warm up and just looking at each other and they see how it goes, you know. And uh, Fnatic has more like experience as a team. Like, uh, I mean, it's like uh, I just trust their bot lane. Uh, that's all, you know. That, that's the strong part. And then their top lane, they know how to deal with it. So. I just uh, trust them, yeah. That's it from us, Wadid. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us, dude. Um, no problem. Thank nice. you. Thanks, Thank Wadid. Uh, I feel like you should let it go for LAC. You got like a nice texture, nice wave. What, my hair? Yeah, your yeah. hair looks perfect. Uh, I think I was going to go to the hairdresser soon. I like it. I like Probably. the long hair. I actually really like it no, long. It, no, but Reinhardt is because I, I straightened my hair, right? But yeah. if I... If like when I just get out of shower, like it's it's actually an afro. Like you should ask Moose what he's seen in the gaming house. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> well, we should on stage with an afro next time. You guys we should both rock it. I, I've seen yeah, the yeah. moose with the fro. I want to see the soas fro. I want to see you guys together with fros. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll just go through each. I'm curious what each what you guys have been up to, Moose. What are you up to in the off season? How's everything going? Where are you? Yeah, where are you first? Let the people know. Uh, I'm in Toronto at the moment. I've pretty much been taking some time off. I was really sick a few days ago, so okay now. And uh, yeah, I hate off season. It's too boring. It's too boring. <laughs> you ready yeah. to come back to the thrill of being a coach on stage, telling your team uh, to pick I'm, champions? I'm ready to to not make the same mistakes for Summersfoot. I always enjoy Ooh. watching the uh, the coaches' Twitters and just watching uh, Moose, like, during games and during drafts, just, like, lose his shit on Twitter. <laughs> just, like, <laughs> passive-aggressively each tweet. <laughs> like, oh, they've got this one, and, like, two more picks come in, the next tweet is like, mm, maybe not. <laughs> How about you, Paul? Where I try it, to be nice, but... It's okay, Moose. Um, we'll forgive you. Well, for me, I've been changing apartments, so... Uh, didn't... Uh, didn't do that much. Uh, I haven't had have the possibility to play that much either because the internet was really bad in my old one. But mm. I've, uh, I just came back from France, uh, went to see my my family, had to sign some papers because I'm uh, buying like a house in France. So just a lot of uh, a lot of things. Yeah. Dang, dude, you're being a, an, an adult. adult. Yeah, you're like, you moved an apartment. <laughs> so you moved apartments in Berlin, okay. and then you're also buying a house in France. Yeah. I just want to warn you, both Frost and I have recently assembled a ton of Ikea furniture, both of our <laughs> respective partners. It's going to tear your it's, relationship it's apart. It is a literal nightmare. <laughs> if you think your relationship is going well, Ikea furniture is the ultimate test. If you want to figure out like where all the holes are in your relationship, <laughs> just like, get like, oh, an Ikea couch. <laughs> Yeah. Real quick, you'd be like, so that did bother you four yeah. years ago. Oh, God, no. So personal. 
<laughs> all right. Well, anyway, I mean, a new apartment, that's hype. Ikea furniture, really no, cool when it's done. Here's the real question then, because we've been asking everyone like, oh, who do you think is going to win? Fnatic versus Origin. That's who true. will win the split? Sure. G2. Who would actually build like an Ikea furniture set better? <laughs> Fnatic or Origin? <laughs> Yeah, who do you trust? Like, if, origin? who would you trust to build your build your apartment for you? If you had to hire one professional team to do it, a team. Oh, I think it'd be Origin. You think Origin you would? Think, oh, are we talking like speed, or just like be, you sit at the table and it doesn't collapse? Uh, I'm structure. <laughs> They're known for being a structure organization. You saw the video of Origin doing the um, yoga. No, not the yoga. It was like early in the season with oh, yeah, yeah. like the thing with Alfari. It was so funny, like <laughs> the climbing thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's okay. this type of climbing thing. So I'd have Origin do it, but Alfari would have some like other job that doesn't actually with building furniture, and then we'd be fine. So he's like, you'd give him a made-up job, like Alfari. You need to be lookout, like for what? He he has to bring us water every now and then. <laughs> okay, Alfari, water boy. <laughs> Alfari, okay. so... All right. Well, there you go. Now we've learned. Now we've had a good question, Frost. Now we've learned something. So in Ikea furniture, Origin's going to come out on top. In League of Legends, who comes out on top? Is it still Origin? Does their Ikea furniture skills help them on the rift? Or are they? what is your thought on the matchup? Is Alfari also a water boy in this matchup? <laughs> um, question for me or for... I mean, either one of you. We'll, we'll ask both. So whichever one of you guys um, want to go first. Um... I would say that obviously it can go either way, but I would say that Fnatic probably have the edge in the in the matchup. I think uh, more so in terms of I would say both side of the map. Um, I think that OG though have a better like mid jungle probably. But uh, I would still give the edge to Fnatic overall, just because of the bot side. What's your take, Moose? Yeah, I'm the same. I think um, I think top side mid and top side of Origin will do fine, if not more than fine against Fnatic. But it's, yeah. the gap isn't so big that it'll matter. But I think bot side, even if bot goes even in the game, the later the game goes, the better it is for Fnatic. I think Reckless understands the map way better than Patrick, and the way Fnatic pressures, especially side lanes with late, with their AD, is just better than Origin with Patrick. Mm. Um, so I, I think just map and team fighting mid late is Fnatic favorite. Thank you both for taking the time. Um, Thank you. Good Thank luck you. with your IKEA furniture, Paul. Uh, Moose, <laughs> good luck surviving being bored in the off season. Uh, yeah, I don't really know what to tell you there. Coach a, yeah. an ERL team, maybe. I don't know. Find something to do. <laughs> Otherwise, uh, we'll see you guys next split. Hello. Hello. Is this oh. Raymond? Oh, yes. Yes, it is. is this... Hello, uh, Daniel Dracos. Oh, my God. This is so weird. I haven't actually called someone on a phone in like, well, earlier today, but up until today, like a year. <laughs> it's been like the 90s yeah, exactly. since you've ever had to like figure out. Most people don't know how to actually dial numbers on their phone. That's useless, dude. <laughs> Nice to meet you, so uh, Fosker. Yeah. I don't I know your sing. name. Man. It's fine. You can call me Frosk. That works, dude. Um, first off, how's life? How has the off season been? Um, honestly, it's actually much. Uh, I would say it's much needed because, as you know, um, LEC split wasn't as as good as I hoped it would be. Mm. Um, it kind of went pretty downhill towards the mid mid. Uh, yeah, towards the mid split. Based on my own. Uh, my own gut from what I see. I feel like Fnatic will probably win it, but I don't know whether it will be like a 3-1 or 3-2. That's what I would say. So the only question for you is 3-1 or 3-2. That's pretty Fnatic favorite prediction, my friend. But as we are, I do want to get us to the next one then. Do you think Fnatic can beat GG Esports? Because you were saying just a moment ago that you thought Fnatic might win it all. Uh, yeah. I mean, like I said, it was more to do with like, this was before I saw uh, when G2 were playing, like when, only when I saw the Fnatic Spy series. Um, I just felt like Fnatic just have, I don't know, I just feel like Fnatic played better as a team. And I feel G2, they showed really good signs, like individual uh, individual prowess regarding like Captain Wanda especially. Um, I just, I'm just not sure if that is enough to bring down like a five-man. You know, I feel like Fnatic has kind of improved a lot more compared to like the first half of the split, right? And I've just seen them like play together a lot. 
and I think this is really good. Nice, dude. I just want you to know, um, we'll wrap up there, but I just want you to know that you are the only person so far on the show that has predicted Fanatic to win the final. I know, right? I love to be the, the other You're guy. You're crazy, dude. You're the edgelord <laughs> here. All right, man. I mean, I, mean <laughs> I could easily say, you know what, GP will win because they have cats. Yeah, yeah that guy, that guy's so insane. <laughs> <laughs> That's so crazy. I feel like I've heard that one before today. All right. Thank, thank you so much for taking the time, dude. We're we're gonna we're gonna mosey on, but uh, enjoy the new training facilities, and we'll see you in summer split. Thank you very much. Bye, Kasim. Right. Thank Bye, you, Bye, bye. All right. So yeah. So next up, we'll see. I'll tell you who it is after we call, because there's a chance that they may not answer, because the time zones aren't super favorable. But we're gonna take the gamble. You ready? We're we're trying really hard to find no, someone no, no, no. else. Let's, let's... Oh, there you go. This really takes me back whenever I hear this. 33. Merci de laisser un message après le bip sonore. Une fois votre message enregistré, vous pouvez raccrocher ou taper dièse pour le modifier. Uh, hey, Yellow Star. This is the Euphoria podcast. We're just calling to ask who you think is going to win between Origin and Fnatic. And then after that match, who you think is going to win versus G2 and the winner. Um, we know you're in Japan and it's like, you know... 12 30 a.m but uh just we're curious what your thoughts um we don't really have a number you can call us back but maybe just like dm us on twitter with your thoughts um anyway uh nice talking to you uh goodbye hope you're feeling happy eat some ramen for us damn it dude i really hope you and this, uh, bye yellow star he's gonna get that he's gonna get that <laughs> he's gonna like check his answering machine and be like why are they calling me? He probably like put us directly to voicemail and he's going to check his voicemail or he's going to do like the translate, you know how to like put the like text to speech on your voicemail. Oh, and he's gonna be like, yeah. What? Hello? 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 Is that legendary jungler right there? This, legendary art, the artist? Bro, this is Euphoria Podcast. <laughs> this is Frost Grand Dracos. Do you have a webcam or are we just voice chatting you? I'm not sure. Before we ask you finals questions, you are a notorious like brilliant mad scientist in the jungle and now that you're oh, yeah. not competing for a little while i'm wondering if you can share any like crazy hype jungle picks for all of our solo queue players out there that you think they, they, that it's like good or that people should try is there anything special i mean thing is the only special pick that i could think of is only Wurgot. the thing is there are so many picks that were right now like you can you can make talia work you can make Wurgot work but these are kind of player preferences like obviously some of the picks are not optimal but uh, they like these champions depend on the player and how much he spends like practicing them mm. so is there i do want you to pick one though to highlight like which one do you think is like the most fun to what's, play what's your favorite what's your yeah. favorite like don't worry about them they'll they'll figure well, out what works for them well right now my favorite is urgot urgot heck yeah, yeah. Is it, is it the same like it is in top lane? You just max W and you just walk into people? Pretty much, yeah. I mean, okay, so you like the early game is a bit slow, but the more points you put into W, the stronger you get. And once you get level 9, you can just 1v1 anyone, like solo kill people left and right. I love that champion. I mean, I hate playing against that champion, but I do love playing that champion. Something about just like watching people actually try to outplay you and you're like, I just... My W literally auto targets. I just walk at you. The only problem with like the competitive <laughs> viability of like Urgot Jungle is his statement. Once you get level nine, yeah, yeah. I mean that's the problem with it. Like, <laughs> you don't really have early pressure, but because with the with the pick, I feel like you need some you need winning lanes because the ult has such a long range, like two point five k range. That's insane. Like you can shoot the ult from the river. So if you have if paired with Zara Khan, for example, you can play around bot lane and just. You don't have to walk to the lane. You just gang from the river. You throw an ult, and then you just execute somebody. A nocturne ult, basically. <laughs> basically, that's. We just sticky. shoot it for fun. Yeah, yeah, just lower the CD. As you may know, this weekend top three are playing, which you guys were just shy, uh, and I'm sorry that you couldn't be here for this. But I want your opinion on Fnatic versus Origin. Who who do you think is going to take this series? I'll tell you that most people have predicted for one team, and it might not be the team you expect. So let uh, us know who you think it's going to be. I mean. I feel like, okay, I feel like OG is going to win because when we played Fnatic, I did not feel like they were that strong. Yeah. Like, I, f I felt like we lost mostly due to our lack of experience playing mm. together. 
Because, like, to be honest, I don't feel like their macro was good or their early game was good. Because, like, in most of the early games, we were ahead. It's just that our mid-game team fights were messy most of the time. See, I like it because he's the guy. She can't, he can't hear you because you're not talking to the microphone. See, I love it because you're, you're the actual expert. Everyone else, they're just making these crazy predictions without having face fanatic. You guys just recently faced them in a best of five. This, so, I mean, yeah. Oh, no, go ahead. No, I don't go. Go, 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 please. I mean, it's just sad that people think that Splice is just this underdog team and everyone told like Fnatic is just going to destroy us and absolutely murder us like G2 did OG. But I actually think like our series was really exciting. And no. we, we, we put up a good fight. I actually do. I think I gained... Over the course of this playoffs, I've actually, I think I've found a new respect for Splice in the sense that I really love the game where you put uh, Chachi on Jace. I love the lane swap. I love Kabe playing weird stuff. Like, this is, like, to me, like, crazy next-level Splice that I haven't seen in, in a long time since it was, like, 1-3-1 every game back in 2016 with, like, Talia Pop. So it's cool, mm, I mean, Yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, we started slow because, obviously, we, we didn't know each other. We didn't know, like, what mm. kind of place are we on. So, like, that's why we kind of have this so-called slow playstyle where we scale for 40 minutes, but that's just because we don't have good communication yet. Well, I'm excited to see you guys in summer, but if, if this is my question, if Fnatic, not that impressive, OG are going to take it, can OG actually do anything against G2 Esports in the final? They got 3-0'd. That was like, game one was close. Every other game didn't feel so close. How, how do you feel about the OG G2 final? Who do you think comes out on top? Thing is, like, I feel like G, um, OG are really good when they play one three one because, like, I feel like Nukeduck and Alfari really know how to play sides. And then when Cold is playing Rexa as well, they do the one one two two, and I feel like their one three one is much better than their four one. And in in the series, they haven't they didn't play a single one three one team. They were just grouping and team fighting G two, who like have insane mechanics on every single player. So I feel like if they are to just play a split push comp, they they can win. I mean, they can take a win or two. A win or two, but do you not then do you not see them winning the series? You still think I, it's G2? I, I, no, I, I mean, I don't see them winning. I feel like G2, like, skill ceiling is just too high, man. Like, it's just insane. <laughs> it's way too high. Um, yeah. All right. I mean, that's, that's, like, I feel like, what would it take for OG to win? Because you're not, believe it or not, you're not the first person to predict that G2 is going to win the whole thing. Like, what what does it take? What if let me here's the here's this kicker. Let's say, God forbid, Mickey's wrist not great. If Promise Q subs in, do you still think G two are so good that they can just smash yeah, this? I mean, the, the thing is, it's not like Bodlin. I mean, thing is like everyone can take over, but the the players that I see that will most likely take over the game are Caps and Wonder, and just Yankos is just going to back them up. I feel like Bodlin should just be neutral and or just even, and the top side of the map will just carry. Yeah, I mean it's tough, dude. But thank you for for sharing your thoughts. I think I hope I hope that you're right that it'll be one or that like whoever gets to the final that we get one or two games that someone can actually like challenge G two a little bit. Uh, yeah, I mean thing is like a final just trio that's just lame. So I agree. I mean, I, ideally would be a three two for G two. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're in the same school of thought that I am, Cersei. Thank you for taking the time to talk to us and uh, have fun with your Urgot jungle and solo queue. Thank you. All right, man. Uh, and we'll, and we'll, uh, we'll see you in summer, right? Not too I far will away. See you guys, I will see you guys in summer and uh, have fun. Yeah, thanks, man. All right. We'll talk to you later. Bye. See ya. Bye. We've got G2 and OG. We're missing Fnatic and SK. And Shalka. Dylan. Hello. What's up, dude? How are you doing? So um, yeah. where are you right now? Are you at home? Are you in the Shalka house? I don't know like how the internet or sound of my neighbors or video or whatever it is so we'll see i think yeah we'll figure it out man right now your audio sounds pretty good to me maybe it'll cut out once or twice but like it's okay trust me this is people a lot of people have been answering from their phones today so like you're good you're on you're on you're on the better side of of audio i I promise you're good (laughs) how are you how's the off season treating you it's so boring oh my god hussein moosby said the same thing moose said the same thing he's like i'm so bored i'm bored out of my mind it's excruciating, and not only is it boring, but like you want to plan, but you just end up having the same conversation about like the same problems for like every single week, right? Because you you want to fix obviously things for summer, but there's yeah. only so many times you can go over like the same four or five main issues, and you just end up sitting in like the same meetings over and over again with the same things. It's just like oh my god, just 
Do you Let's think play some games. A lot of teams will retain the exact same roster and then just try to fix like um, like cohesion problems or like strategy problems and not necessarily like shake things up. Or do you think we're gonna have a lot of shakeups between spring and summer? I think a lot of the lower teams will probably roster swap. Well, like teams like Rogue and Excel have already been trying to swap around their players, right? And then Misfits kind of that went badly, and then we already announced Trick, tr- trick yeah. right? So. So I'd assume, and, and I think of the playoffs teams, I wouldn't see too many changes, no. How um, hard was it to get Trick? Um, well, he, he had already played with Ignar before, um, so they were really close, and he was really excited about joining. So it was kind of just about making it happen, like actually making it happen, but about him wanting to come to us, it was he really, really wanted to. Shifting focus, though, to, to Rotterdam and the playoffs ahead of us. First matchup is Fnatic Origin. Give us your thoughts. What are you thinking? How does this matchup look to you? A lot of people have been um, saying stomp. A lot of people have been saying close. What's your take? See, I haven't seen any of these teams play in a long time, other than what I saw in playoffs so far. Uh, I just trust Fnatic in like a best of series. Mm. Um, they just so much experience in these types of scenarios, and they had probably the best second half of any team. So I would say Fnatic, probably another like... 3-1, something like this. Why? So you said you talk about the trust, but like when you look at like how both of these teams played, is there anything like how bad? Let me ask this: How bad was was the G two uh, round two versus versus or OG round two versus G two where they got three zero? Because a lot of people are like just willing to completely say that Origin is done; they're doomed from that. Uh, what what was your take on that one? I don't think they played particularly well. No, um, but it's certain certain games were winnable but it was a sort of series where even if certain game it's kind of like the fanatic series also versus um what was it spice yeah. where yeah maybe they could have won the games but do you really think the series was going to go the other way right yeah um that that's kind of the way i look at this uh I, I just think they're strictly underdogs like i don't think it's impossible for them to win but um they just look weaker yeah i mean i think that's completely fair i mean it's hard to have a ton of faith in the team i think after the after they get 3-0'd and especially when i think you're right. They're like, even if you know literally nothing about League of Legends, if you just watch the fan- look at the Fnatic score lines from like the last yeah. four years, uh, this team is disgusting in best of fives, and they've they've continuously proved it. Um, but that now brings us to our final G two versus Fnatic. In your case, is is the Fnatic best of five buff strong enough to help them beat G two? Like, is is that enough? Um. Fnatic versus G2. I change my mind on this like every day if I'm thinking about it. Um, yesterday I was thinking that Fnatic's probably going to win. Uh, I don't know. It, it's it's so hard. I would say like if you had to pick a team to win the finals, I would choose G2 just because they're already in the finals, right? They only yeah. need to win one best of five. Um, but I think if Fnatic makes it, I'd say they're favorites, yeah. They've just been playing better, I think, in the, in the last half of the split. Like They just had such solid performances. And I trust I trust Martin uh, Reckless on in the finals, right? I think he will perform. Dang, that's so incredibly hype! You know, yeah, you are one of you are now the second person to predict Fnatic. A lot of people have been like, it'll be a three-two with two games for Fnatic, but um, you were the second person to predict Fnatic. The only other person who predicted Fnatic was Kasing. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Everyone else okay. is, is still G two. A lot of people I, are like, I, I have to, I have to trust. I can't, like, I can't say G two. I have to trust Fnatic. There you go. So, uh, Moosevi did talk about when we were talking to the Misfits guys. Was talking about some of the um, strategy problems, and he was saying that a lot of people will look at the three zero between G two and Origin and just assume that G two are like on a completely different level and that they're untouchable. But he felt that there were still a lot of flaws in the play. Um, if you agree with this, like, where would you say is like the best case for Fnatic to attack? Because you mentioned uh, Reckless. Do you think that yeah. they just, you know, grab hold of the grab hold of the vein and then try to take it to perks and mickey is that a way to attack or would you go a different way about it well at least in in the regular season like uh, obviously g2's bot lane was really hit and miss right like they had some games that looked good and they played a lot of different champions and sometimes it kind of looked like perks was just playing draven for fun but um yeah i'd say, I'd say that's i wouldn't say it's like the worst skilled part of the g2 roster it just looked the most shaky um, so I, I'd say that's something, whereas Reckless is so consistent and knows how to win a game when he's ahead, I would say that's what they can look at. And I guess G2 has caps. You can just say that if you want to ask a question on the other team. <laughs> so yeah. Everyone brings that up when they're like, yeah, I guess you can just say G2 has caps. Yeah. It's the number, number one G2 argument overall. All right, man. Um, well, thank you. Thank you for, for yeah, sharing no your insight. Uh, exciting to hear about Trick in the season as well as like 
what else is going to change for Schalke and how you guys are going to look. Good luck um, keeping yourself entertained in this offseason. If, yes. you're, if you're close friends with Hussein Mousvi at all, he is also bored out of his mind. Maybe you guys can like run fake drafts against each other. I don't know. Yeah, um, of course. <laughs> give me some of those like bored coach tweets. Those are always my favorite bangers. The I'm salty, looking for uh, the salty my like. Twitter is really abandoned since, since we lost. Oh. I'm so just saying you can flame you can flame drafts at MSI. Um, that's what people that's what the people want. I'm looking for I, the retweets. I, I actually cannot send these tweets where where coaches go and like nitpick every single pick of a draft in like international tournaments. It's just like all everyone comes up to the stands to start nitpicking everything. That's when you, when they're not at the tournament, they haven't seen a single scrim. They know so little about like the tournament meta or what's going on. Yes. Just, oh. Yes. <laughs> preach, Dylan Falco. Preach. All right, dude. Thank you again right. for taking the time. Uh, we'll yeah, see no you problem. in summer, man. Yes. Yep. Yeah. That is literally one of those moments when you like turn to the coach and you're just like, I'm sorry, who uh, are uh, you? Yeah, excuse me? <laughs> Frost is doing, are you doing Instagram stories? It's just a video. I'm just doing a video during the making of EU4. Oh, okay. Behind the scenes. Yeah. We're calling. Number oh, unavailable. We didn't even get to leave him a message. Oh, dude. He must not have an answering machine. Make the beat. Wait, let's, let's, uh, I'll, I'll be his answering machine. And then you you leave what message you would leave for him, and we can tweet it to him later. <laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna do it in English though, because I don't speak any Polish. So, so, are you ready? I'll be the answering machine, and you're gonna leave a message. I mean, you don't have to hold up your hand. <laughs> That's fine. Hello, no one is available to take your call. Please leave your message after the beep. Selfmade, <laughs> it's Euphoria. We were just gonna ask you who's gonna win. We know you're gonna say G2, but you took down the Fnatic 3-0, so you're probably gonna say Origin G2 Finals. Thanks. And there you have it, folks. That is what it would sound like if we were able to get Selfmade's voicemail. Um, all right, you win some, you lose some, folks. Not everyone is available to talk to us. Selfmade might be in a solo queue game right now, and we would never advocate anyone leaving a solo queue game. Don't do it. You're gonna get, get ready to write this down, because I have no way to write this down. Uh... Hoffman? Uh, hey, is this Jan, Fanatic Manager? Yes. Hey, uh, do you have Young Bucks number? Um, do you just have like a burp? And it why just, is it a different ringtone? It tastes really bad later on. Yes. Hello? Hey, with Joey. Hey, Joey. It's Euphoria. How you doing, dude? Doing good. How are you? We're doing well, man. We're doing well. We've, we've called a bunch of people today. Uh, you are the first Fanatic representative that we've gotten the pleasure of calling, so we're excited to talk to you. How's everything with the team? How are you guys feeling? We're feeling pretty good. It's, uh, I mean, I think that uh, beating uh, Splice, we felt really comfortable again, so uh, even though the shade was a lot harder, we were very comfortable, but after beating Vitality, I think we got a lot of momentum and a lot of confidence. Uh, especially because we were we were still quite scared of them, even though we picked them because they have that unique playstyle. Mm -hmm. And now going into Origin G2 is also a little bit different because you cannot scrim each other, so you don't know what everyone is really up to. And you have to prepare for best two best of five two days in a row, which is also like a unique challenge that we haven't faced before. But I think uh, we're all feeling very well and just ready to go on stage. Nice. Well, I'm excited to see how you guys kind of approach that unique challenge, but I'm also curious... Um I obviously don't want you to give away like scrim partners or like how you found good practice. But I'm curious, do you feel like you've been able to find good practice despite all of those like difficulties that you mentioned? So our main scrim partner is our own academy team. Nice. And it's a team we've uh, scrimmed against occasionally through other splits and have always had good scrims against because the great thing about practicing against your academy team is that you can ask them to ban or, or play very specific stuff or you can say like, hey, let's only practice the first 10 minutes of a game. Do you think with like the, the strength of like EU Masters and things right now that you are getting, you know, as good of scrims, if not better than you would get at the LEC if all the LEC teams were available? Or do you think that the LEC partners are still just a, a caliber above your ERL leagues in terms of scrim partners? I think most, like the top LEC teams are of course a step above. But when you look at like quality of scrim practice, I, I don't see a big difference between scrimming teams like LVLC, which we've also practiced against in our own academy compared to maybe bottom tier of LVC. Mm. Um, we've even preferred our own LVC, our, uh, our own academy team before because they can do what we ask, so we can prepare specific stage drafts against them. Nice. Yeah. And it, I mean, it seems like that would be like just like an excellent way to approach and one of the big strengths. And, you know, we always kind of like go back to the, the days of sister teams and, and reminds me of that. Um, I'm curious for you, before we talk kind of like more about the team and the matchups ahead of you guys, how do you feel personally about, about like playing in Rotterdam? Like, is, is that special for you? Uh, 
yeah, of course, it's very hard to go back to my own home country. Also, the, the place where my first split ended with uh, success, um, where we played against OG as well. So it's, uh, it's basically going full circle. And uh, having that happen in my own home country, of course, it's, uh, it's the best way to do it because my family and friends are going to be there. Oh, are you going to have your flag? Like, I know that a lot of players will, will wear their flag when they're in their home country. Will you have the Netherlands flag? I don't think I will. Um, I, I kind of felt like it was a little bit cheesy. But then again, I wouldn't be against like doing the national anthem either. So maybe I'm cheesy in different ways. <laughs> I mean, totally fair. Like singing it. <laughs> I'll, let, I'll let production know. Maybe we can get you on, on stage to hype up the crowd. So looking at the matchups ahead, Fnatic versus Origin, I'm pleased to tell you uh, that most people are predicting in your favor, but I'm curious what your thoughts are on the matchup. How, how strong do you think OG is right now after watching that uh, the 3-0 from G2? So obviously I've had to rewatch the series a couple of times in order to prepare for this entire weekend. And at first, I thought that the series wasn't as close as it looked until I rewatched it uh, once or twice. Because people said that the origin fell apart after the first game, but I actually think that the second game was also still very competitive and could have gone either way. Um, so I think people might be speaking a little bit on origin. Having said that, um, we practiced against them exclusively leading up to their games against origin, uh, against G2, sorry. And we gained a lot of confidence from that. Um, I think that they play a very slow slow paced style and they're extremely good at it and being very controlled. But then eventually you have to team fight, and then if you have to team fight against the likes of uh, Reckless and Hillisang after 25, 30 minutes, I don't think like a PK Gold uh, lead would do much. So in, the, in that regard, like a lot of scrims went the way that the first game went against against G2, where they get a Gold lead, they get Drake, they get the wrist held, but then eventually they have to actually start breaking through our base and start team fighting it there, and that's usually where we would turn the game around. So I think something similar might happen on stage as well. So when you're let's let like let's let's say you guys win three one three two three zero um doesn't really matter but like when it comes to then preparing for the series the next day is that something you've already like thought about and talked about and playing with the team because you're like in a very unique situation and that you're the first team to experience this format if you win this match versus Origin like have you put any thought into like how you're actually going to prep for that match versus G two? Um, we have our regular scouting on what what G two likes to do and how we want to play against it. Uh, having said that. Uh, most of our practice goes into drafting specifically for Origin, playing against Origin. So we are basically have, have to switch our play styles a little bit between the days. And that's going to be a very big challenge, um, quite frankly. But I do think that our drafts for G2 series are already ready. So that's usually the biggest part of uh, good preparation. So you need to have two, two red side and blue side drafts ready and while we know what we want to do against Origin and it's different against G2, I don't think it will matter that much. All right. Well, then I guess the, the most important question then is is who wins the finals, Young Buck? What's the what's the score going to be? How confident are you feeling? Is this a 3-0 kind of day versus G2? Is it a 3-2? I'll predict a 3-1 for uh, Fnatic. I mean, I think the assumption was always going to be that you were going to say Fnatic, but I want to actually ask, like, okay, you win finals. How how are you guys doing at MSI? Like, what happens if IG come back? Is, is, like is, Fnatic... this, is this revenge on yeah, IG? This... <laughs> so, you, so you want to know how we, how we would do it at the MSI? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a tough one. <laughs> um, no, the, the answer is very simple. Europe will win. Yeah, Europe will win. That's what we want to hear, Joey. <laughs> obviously, obviously. I think, uh, quite quite honestly, if Griffin is in the same form as we were when we practiced against them in Worlds, and if IG is in the same form, it's going to be an uphill battle. That's just uh, how it is. But I think we will try to aim for the final for the very least. That's what I want to hear, dude. Finals. Good. That's what I like, Joey. All right. Well, well good luck to you and the team, man. Thank you for taking the time to talk to us. Uh, I look forward to seeing your game on Saturday. Oh, you're welcome. All right. See Thank you later. Thank you very much. Okay, guys, we're calling self-made again. He doesn't answer private numbers, so we're trying one more time. <laughs> if he doesn't answer this time, though, we're done, though. He said on Twitter he would. Hello. Hello, self-made? It's kind of, wait, I think it's kind of quiet. Can you talk now? Hello, hello. So, 
We want to ask you two very important questions. She wants to ask one. I, I want to ask about playoffs, but she has one before that. Oh, no. It's not going to be an Ikea question. Okay. Oh, I wanted to know who is going oh, okay. to win, Fnatic versus Origin. Fnatic, obviously, 3-0. 3-0? Okay, why so confident? Yes. Can you give us a quick like explanation on why you're so confident there? Mm, because they are just better team and they have player defense on every single role. Dang. Every role. You even think Nemesis is better than, than Nuke Duck right now? Obviously. Obviously. Dude, you're so confident. All right. Okay. I mean, it's not confident that it's not this guy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I know that he's going to pop up. Dude, I mean, it, I mean, all right. I respect it. I respect that you're, that you firmly like, is there any way that Origin win this? Or do you just think it's like hard doomed for them? Mm, I mean... I'm just cheering for Fnatic, you know? Yeah. So I'm going to just keep my words and say 3-0. There you go. All right, well, then the question becomes um, Fnatic versus G2 in the finals. Is there a player difference there? Is that a 3-2? Is that a 3-1? Or are you thinking well, of a 3-0? Well, honestly, in that matchup, G2 versus Fnatic, I think it would be like close series, right? Mm. I honestly think that G2 are better than Fnatic, but I still believe in the other team and that they're going to win. Really? All right. Faith and Fnatic. So do you think it's, yeah. that one's much closer? Do you think that one's like a 3-2? Mm, yes, yeah, most likely. All right. 3-2. Like either it would be 3-2 or it would be like 3-0 by one of the teams, but most likely 3-2. Well, 3-2 is definitely what we want. So I like, I like the 3-2 prediction self-made. Yeah. Um, one, one final question. Uh... I'm curious. We asked Zerse earlier about his solo queue jungle. I'm curious about you and your preferences here. Is there anything you can advise for our young bronzy or silver viewers out there who are looking to climb up the ladder? Is there any self-made secret that you're willing to share about the jungle? Uh, Gangu bot lane. I mean, that's not a bad secret, man. It's pretty good. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, like if I had to make a like actually answer that might help people from lower elo. As a jungler, I think it's just the best to play champions that actually kill people, you know, by yourself. Like, I don't know, Kha'Zix, Evelyn, things like this, and just play for yourself and get fed. Like, but don't, don't expect your teammates to carry you, just carry by yourself. I like that. Plus, then people will be mechanically good when they get to higher ELO, so that's nice. All right, dude, that's all we have for you. Thank you for answering our call this time. Next time, we'll try not to have a private number. Um, Enjoy your your (laughs) off time. Thank you for the call. Yeah, of course, man. Later. All right, welcome back, folks. We had one final guest. Uh, He's here. He had to fly here. He's here for the weekend to be on the show. Welcome, Yamato. How you feeling? Thank you very much. I'm feeling okay. I didn't eat anything. You did come (laughs) directly from your flight to the show. So we appreciate that. Um, Frost is in the background. She'll point at stuff and occasionally jump in. Uh, And you've been looking at our board of observations that we've collected over the course of the day. So I'm just curious, what stands out to you off the bat? Is there anything that's really interesting to you? Uh, There's so much to take in. It's true. It's a big... I like the one where Carlos says he wants to beat both. I respect that. I'm also happy with Papa Smithy's analysis because that's kind of uh, the train I'm on. The yeah, OG's yeah. a prep team. And then the other stuff, I didn't really get to digest it. So, oh yeah, only... Okay, so here's, here's the deal. Okay. I guess let's start, let's start with Fnatic Origin. What's your take, Yamato? You said you agree with Papa Smithy. You care to, you care to elaborate. What, how, do you, how do you feel about this matchup? I think uh, Fnatic will 3-2. Mm. I think um, they're the type of team that will perform better in front of a crowd. I just feel like if the games are going to look similar to what they did uh, between OG and G2, I think Reckless is just going to uh, win the games because he's a championship player. I see him as a person that, uh, you know, when you play against Reckless, my players, they always press tab, they look at the Reckless items all the time. Yeah, he's one item, two items, three items, okay, the <laughs> ding, 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 you know, the, the clock has run out. The you reputation know? <laughs> is there. They're the only man where they're actually counting items. Yeah, for sure. So I think uh, I'm giving OG the two because I think in terms of preparation, I think they are much better than Fnatic. The, the Fnatic, sometimes they do blunders. They sometimes like draft Reckless into Sivir, into Alistar, and it's like, oh, we shouldn't have done that. We lost one best of one. I don't remember the specific game we played against Bipo Galiobot in yeah, the yeah. LEC, and I was like... Okay, that was an idea, but it didn't really work. And I think um, 
Fnatic's prep could be better. But uh, I think OG, uh, as Papa Smithy said, just because they're facing an opponent, opponent that it's kind of easy to prepare against, because you know Fnatic, they all play like very specific champions. You have Nemesis with his Lissandra train, Reckless with his tiny champion pool, Hiddistang the same. They managed to make it work somehow, which is so impressive about Fnatic, but it does make it easier to prep against them. Frosco, you look like you're inquisitive back there, and I'm not trying to deprive you from the opportunity to speak. Would you like to come to the mic to say anything? You're going to draw. Frosco, can I continue to have a conversation with you, Mato, or are you going to like Pictionary out your conversation here? Um, I don't know. I forgot you have artistic talent. This is such a weird direction for uh, us to take goat this final. Goat on a mountain goat. wearing a helmet made out of fox fur. Goat on a mountain wearing a helmet made out of fox fur from Yamato. You work on that. Uh, okay, so let's, we're going to live in, in Yamato prediction world. So 3-2, Fnatic. We go into the finals. Who's going to come out on top? Now, before, before you answer that, I do want to point out that it has been very heavily G2 favored so far. Some people have been willing to give them one or two games. Or say, for example, was like, I think it'll be 3-2, but definitely still G2. And only, I think, four people now have actually predicted in favor of Fnatic. It's like Kasing, Dylan Falco, Young Buck, obviously, and then one more who I've already forgotten. No, no, it's uh, uh, self-made, self-made. It's the fourth. They're doing it for the likes. <laughs> they know the Fnatic fans are going, oh, look at this guy. I think um, no way. I think the position G2 is in is just too overpowered. They're going to see their opponent play one day before. Mm. Their opponent needs to prep for two teams, and then prepping for G2 is a headache. Like, yeah. Prepping for them is just a disaster. You don't know uh, what's going to come at you. So it's all about just uh, preparing yourself uh, uh, for the beating that is coming in the finals. I think G2 is going to take it. I think uh, I was speaking about how I think Reckless is a championship level player. I think. Uh, G2 is uh, a team filled with them. So. Yeah. I mean, it's a stacked roster for sure, and it's pretty terrifying. Um, the only person we really talked to about like the prepping for that final series so far is Young Buck, but as a coach yourself, I was curious what your take is on it. Like, Let's say you're in the shoes of a fanatic or whatever team is going to win and then have to play G2. Like, How do you actually prep leading up to what is potentially two back-to-back best-of-fives? Like, do you have any ideas on how you'd approach that? I think uh, uh, you need to have multiple draft ideas. I think uh, you should uh, leave yourself a lot of room uh, to have open bans, meaning mm. that if you need to adjust, you can adjust so you don't practice the whole week perma-banning three champions and then something you realize that uh, uh, it's a bad thing, you need to open up some bans. Uh, I think that's very important. I think level one is super important, especially uh, if we saw it in OG versus G2. Uh, OG, they died level one twice, and that kind of cost them the game because Zaya got ahead, they kept the mid-tower alive, and all of a sudden this composition that was the force on Nasher uh, can't really uh, go through. I think this is something Fnatic can do or any coach can do. And uh, I think in the position they're in where they have to f- play two best of fives in a row, I think it's all about just improving yourself and making sure that uh, you're confident in your own style of play. You don't mm-hmm. want to adjust yourself towards two enemies. It's just too time straining and too time consuming. So you just want to be the best version of yourself. I think that should be the focus and um, just prepare yourself uh, for anything, I think is the way. Now looking forward, if like um, let's assume G two does win the split, let's talk briefly about international. How how optimistic are you for for Europe at MSI with with G two at the helm? Is this is this a year where we make finals? Is this a year where we can take it out, uh, take it all? Keeping in mind like obviously LPL still has a lot of games to be decided, and we still when we have SKT playing Griffin, so Korea is sending someone that <laughs> is strong either way, right? Like there's no bad team that could potentially go from the LCK. Like is this going to be a good year or at least a good tournament for Europe? Uh, I'm not sure. It's so hard to to judge because some of the series uh, look quite bad. I think the same can be said for the series that happened in Korea. It's it's so easy to judge series from an outside perspective, saying, "Oh, they, they did this bad, they did this bad." But then when you're in it, you you actually uh, feel the situation uh, much uh, like in an entirely uh, different perspective. But I think G two uh, have the potential to to beat most teams. Uh, the, the system that uh, is in, at MSI, the best of one system into best of fives. I think G2 can do uh, very, very well as long as they don't take any vacations. I think uh, SKT is going to be the team uh, that uh, is going uh, to MSI. I think they're going to beat Griffin. But uh, I think LPL looks the scariest. I've been watching their games and I feel like they are, they've, they've really refined the idea of playing to perfection, really pushing the limits and it's always fun to watch. I, I completely agree. I can't wait for MSI. We'll find out, of course, 
the finals, though, still remain in front of us. We'll see who comes out on top, what twists and turns are proposed for us. Let's turn and appreciate the artistic genius that is Frost Grown. Now, if you're in podcast land, <laughs> she has succeeded. She is a surprisingly talented artist. That is, that is actually that is quite you're, you're good. Smirked. Yeah, she's. Can I keep this? Yeah, this is great. I'm putting. The, can we put this on like the in the cash room for the weekend? Yeah, you can sign that or something. This is like bed know. level stuff. This what, is what, good. Don't ruin it. This water what, what, in the front. That? Some water. What is this? It's. Uh, it's an alligator. It's it's an alligator. I'm committed. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. It's Baron in the water. That's a shark. Oh, it's a crocodile. Is it a crocodile or a shark? Oh, actually, I think it's a shark. I was blind before. It's a shark. You, you it's a shark. For sure. I thought it was an alligator. All right. Big smurf. L- ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us on what has been a monumental episode. Thank you, Yamato. Uh, it's a very short time commitment, but <laughs> you did also fly here to be here hey. for Rotterdam. Um, final question. You haven't eaten. And this is important for the people at home to know, so we're going to include it in the episode. What do you want to get? What do you want to eat? What do I want to eat? Yeah, I want to eat some burger just slap it on a plate i want it to be greasy i want the paper to just be soggy and then i want to chew into it because i didn't eat all day and you're paying i'm paying that's totally fair all right uh this has been euphoria season three episode 13 uh the final episode of the regular season we might do a recap episode um next one just to round everything out thank you Yamato, for joining us thank you to literally everyone else who joined and all of you who have watched throughout all of this um I forgot to do this at the beginning, so I'm going to do it at the end because it's just kind of funny now to me. Uh, There's timestamps in the description if you want to pick who your favorite person is and if you somehow miss them and flame us. Well, that's my bad. Otherwise, thank you for watching. This is a wonderful Frost Garden drawing. uh, And if you're watching or in podcast land, we'll take pictures of both of the sheets of paper that we've written slash drawn on so you can get all of the hot takes from all of our guests. Uh, So until next time, thanks for watching.